Welcome to this week's episode of Femme Noir Podcast. This week it is only myself, Victoria. And me, Serena. This week we are going to be talking about The Woman King, directed by Gina Prince-Bythewood, who also directed another movie that we reviewed, oh my god, like a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, yeah. Yeah. The Old Guard, um, which was an amazing movie and we rated that one super high. Um. This movie was so super incredible, but like always, we're going to start off um, sort of doing like a week in review, um, gossip that we saw, just like hot things in the news, uh, movies that are coming out, stuff that we're excited for, uh, maybe mention some movies that we've seen recently that we really liked, maybe we've seen some things that we didn't like that we'd like to mention. Um, then we'll go into analysis about the movie, things that we thought really worked for it, things that we thought didn't. Um, then we'll do our FMF corner, our fuck Mary friend zone with the men of the movie. Um, and at the very end, we'll rate the movie and then we'll give you guys some recommendations on, uh, movies to watch if you liked The Woman King. So first impressions on this movie. What did you think um, sitting in the theater? <laughs> How did okay, you feel? <laughs> I literally saw it twice in theaters. I'm no way! <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is... Like, I saw it once in theaters, and then I saw it again with, like, a, a different group of people. Or I think it was my family the second time I saw it. Aww. And I was, like, both times, I was like, I got the exact same, like, feeling of, like, wow, I... This is so good. <laughs> like, this movie's great. <laughs> like, it was, like, cathartic almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah really enjoyed it yeah i went and saw it with marquise and he actually cried not to put him on blast but he literally (laughs) cried like multiple times during the movie and he never cries um but it was amazing i can't believe how much they were able to fit into such a well it wasn't like short i think it was like two hours but it felt like they fit so much into that movie and i feel like that's what all movies should be like I don't know. Movies take too long sometimes. <laughs> like this one really got into it very quickly, and I felt it like you did, were able to yeah. get to know all the characters very quickly and just kind of oh, get yeah. into the action very quickly. Yeah, I feel like and like because it's so rich with like so many different like structures of just society and what it was like and everything. Like there's so many layers to it. That when you're just watching one scene, there's, like, so many different ways to interpret, like, everything that's happening and to look at it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that also makes it, like, super, super easy, honestly, to kind of be interested in every scene and, like, what's going to (laughs) happen. Like, it really does draw you in. Um, Yeah, I thought it was great. Like, both times that I watched it, the first time I was like, OMG, I love this conversation and that they're having it. And, like, the next time I watched it, I was like oh, you know what? Like, even thinking about that conversation, like, just in the context of having seen the movie completely through already, it's, like, even better. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I love this. It's great. Yeah, I think I had heard it, like, name-dropped a couple times, and they were kind of doing, like, press before it was, like, released wide in theaters. And at one of my internships, my, like, boss asked me they were doing like just like a thing for interns they were like oh can you mark down like what movies that are being premiered at like festivals and which ones you're interested in just like a survey type thing and i Mm -hmm. had to like say why i was interested whatever and that was what i was interested in but i wanted to do like a little extra research and i saw articles and people saying that it was problematic and this is before the movie was like wide released so people didn't know how they were going to handle the situation that Mm -hmm. or like about you know how the warriors are based on you know real of real life 
real life people um, who yeah. sort of upheld slavery, you know, in those areas. And people were like, that's really problematic that they're making this movie and stuff like that. That was like a whole conversation. And I brought that up when I was telling them about the movie. And one of my other bosses was like, oh, it's, you know, it sucks that every time women do something, it's so scrutinized to that point. And I was like, hmm, I didn't think about it like that. It's kind of true. And like anytime a black person does anything and that her being a black (laughs) woman, they're like, hmm, but it's about people who upheld slavery. And we're like, everyone in this room upheld slavery at some point because they were ignorant. (laughs) So what's the point? Okay, (laughs) period. That's actually such a good point. I was like, every single person here, I'm sorry, we all live in America right now. America and every system that we exist in every single day is being upheld by patriarchal and racist systems, and we all exist in that. <laughs> like, we're not innocent. Nobody is. Is that not the whole point of, like, the movie and doing the, like, any of the work that you guys call, like, learning and educating yourself like you're not woke if you're not woke bro like come on (laughs) the whole point is that we're learning and we're trying to do our best because there are systems in place that don't allow us to do it right (laughs) okay period and that's facts i actually did see the trailer for this movie i don't know if you saw the trailer but i think the trailer didn't address that and i think that's where all the controversy came from because people were like oh they're trying to rewrite history and they're saying like oh these people didn't uphold slavery they were heroes you know i think that's where it kind of started of course it was such like a i think a lot of it i i know dude every two seconds i have my that is so crazy to me no literally because i'm like No, every two seconds I put my tinfoil hat on because I literally don't believe in any controversy anymore. I'm like, maybe they just said that to get clicks. Like, maybe they just said that to (laughs) promo the movie. Like, you know what I mean? What history? History written by white people? (laughs) (laughs) Literally, I was, they were like, oh, they Hollywoodified. Like, that was like a a thing. And I'm sure you could probably still find articles that were written, Mm -hmm. like, before the movie came out. Yeah, there's a lot, Um, yeah. But if I had never... No, it's interesting. (laughs) yeah that really like piqued my interest i will admit and i was like i really want to see this movie now yeah i was like like, that's definitely a reason to see the movie (laughs) yeah i was like i want to see for myself you know like i was like people that were surprised after they saw the movie i was like were you paying attention to the movie at all because they like immediately address that no exactly one of the first like that's like a main conflict of the story is that they're all in this region of africa in this like kingdom and they're all like okay we have to fight other africans and sell them to the slave trade and we don't want to do that Mm -hmm. we hate that we have to do that Mm -hmm. we aren't quite sure (laughs) if there's another way to survive though if we don't it's either we're going to be slaves or somebody else is and they're like and i i really liked that that was kind of like a like that was one of the first things i like picked up and i was like i love this because people don't talk about that trauma for the black community mm-hmm. like at all mm-hmm. in most cases like i have never been in a class where they've talked about the fact that like yes the slave trade was also so su- like not supported mm-hmm. but like it worked by forcing other people to use other like their own mm-hmm. people like that's how that's how these systems stay in place like Mm -hmm. like everyone like even if you think about it in like patriarchal standards everyone's like oh we hate like the pick me girl or like the girl that's like the cool girl bra girl whatever and it's like she's kind of being forced to act like that because 
you guys will criticize her if she isn't. Mm. So like, and now you're just pitching two women against each other and that's mm-hmm. not solving anything. <laughs> and it's literally the exact same thing. It's like, okay, like even when it comes to like just people of color in general, it's like there is like, or like the, the, the like model minority thing. Mm. That's the same issue. It's like, okay. I can be oppressed and still be oppressing other people. Like, you're not mm-hmm. exclusive. Like, every... <laughs> that's how the system works. It's literally the base of the foundation of colonialism and how everything works. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was really neat to finally see a movie that, like, actually addressed it and, like, had it in as part of its, like, core plot and, like, themes. And I was like, that's dope because you don't see that and you barely even get to touch on it when you do take classes. Like I've taken so many ethnic studies classes and they don't, they don't touch on them like much at all. And it like, you have to take like upper level courses in order to get to that conversation. It's just like, that's like, it's great to see that in media that was successful monetarily and a lot of people watched. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I agree when you said the thing about pitting people against each other, and I feel like all those people that wrote those articles should be super embarrassed because they kind of, like, stuck their foot in their mouth. Like, they really should have just, like, kind of shut the fuck up a little bit. Um, But they had promo things that I didn't watch, but, like, promo events where they had all the actors that, like, Viola Davis and the director and everyone come and talk about the movie, and um, they said, like, a lot of really positive things about it and stuff like that, and it's it's kind of strange that those writers of those articles would come to the conclusion that it's an oppressive movie when, like, all these black women are, like, saying that it's so good, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> there's, like, that weird, it's sort of a weird distrust, and it's, like, they were, it's, like, they were trying to say, oh, this movie made by black people starring all these black women is actually going against the black community or you know like i don't it was like a weird sort of like narrative jab um that i think is i'm happy that it's kind of buried because yeah people really don't need that kind of stress over such like an amazing and positive and happy movie and it's such a good movie yeah, yeah. so i'm like i'm glad that it's not tainted by that but that was my first impression going into this movie i was like okay mm. i know that controversy like let's see how it plays out i knew Interesting. it was amazing <laughs> Oh, so good. I just yeah. love girl fighters. Because I know she's been trying to make... She had been trying to make this movie for a while. You're kidding. I didn't know that. No, yeah. They went through, like, a lot to get this movie even just, like, accepted and into filming. No And way. it was, like, a struggle. And I think, ultimately, what they ended up having to do... And again, they had to get a white woman writer on the panel of writers in order for them to get this, like, final... Like, yes, okay, you can go into making the movie now, finally. And I think, wow. um, what's, why am I blanking on her her name right now? Originally, Lupita Nyong'o was going to be um, in the role that Viola Davis was in. Ooh. But she decided not to do the film. Um, because she ended up doing kind of like a deep dive into like the history of like the, um, the woman and like the warriors and like she she actually like there's a video of it where she goes and visits like um some of the places that like interacted with the like woman warriors Mm -hmm. and like what their experiences were and like how they remembered them and they essentially came to the same conclusion of like yeah they had to do what they did like it's not really 
it's not like anybody was given a choice kind of mm-hmm. a thing but she was like this is so like overwhelming like she like she was like so touched by their stories and their like interaction but ultimately she was like i have to take a step back because that that was a lot to take in <laughs> i agree and, and especially so that yeah it was role. really it was really oh interesting God. Like, beyond even just, like, the cultural significance, but within the mm-hmm. narrative, like, the... the Well, should I spoil it? Fuck it. If you haven't yes. seen The Woman King, you're getting spoiled. Watch it. The mother role and just, like, that whole dynamic, like, that was really, like, you oh, know, so that's, like, a... It's not a burden, but, you know, it's difficult. Like, it's yeah, a lot like of emotion. Yeah, like, there's the mother role shoulder. and the sexual assault role and, like, yeah. getting... And, like, the healing from that trauma. Yeah. So many things. And, like, your daughter being from that sexual assault and interaction (laughs) and here's the thing too i liked because i feel like sometimes people are afraid to get too ambitious with it and i guess maybe rightfully so because budget can constrict and it can be it's that's like a big critique when people like "Mm, it was too ambitious but this one i really liked that they were very ambitious and you can tell that it was relatively i don't say a small budget before i say that let me look up how much the budget was (laughs) hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on but like it was really focused. Like, they did a lot, but they focused it on the right characters. It was $50 million. And stuff like that. That's actually kind of a lot. I have no concept of money. <laughs> like, more than, like, a couple thousand dollars. I'm like, if it's anywhere in the millions, I'm just like, that's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I just compare it to, like, other movies. So, like, Don't Worry Darling was, like, 20 to 30, I think. And the average, like, sort of, like, low-budget rom-com is, like, less than $10 million. And this one was? 50 Which is a lot considering what I was about to say. You can cut however you want. Oof, I'm gonna look like a dork, but... Um, I felt like it, it was, like you said, very contained, um, but it felt strategic. It, it didn't look like they were using many sets. Um, there were a lot of characters, but it didn't feel very grandiose there wasn't a lot of or not that i could tell it doesn't seem like a marvel movie where there's all this cgi you know what i mean it was very Mm -hmm. like they were on location you know like it it you know and it felt well the old guard actually i know that that was a very big reason as to like why they gave her this movie was because of the reaction that the old guard got from like the audience watching it like it got really good audience reviews and a lot of people ended up watching it and giving it good reviews and they were like oh so like this is a cool action movie and it was kind of like a tester movie and they were like well you did pull it off in the old guard so i guess we can like we're a little bit more assured that you could pull off the woman king yeah and i was like that's crazy because the old guard is great too mm-hmm. <laughs> and um oh, man i'm so jealous and like so sad because uh i was in la like literally two days after and missed when she was at she was up at one of the indie theaters up there and they did a double screening of the old guard and the woman king and then she talked no way and I was like, stop i missed it <gasps> i was so sad <laughs> i was like what? yeah no. they'll do it again <laughs> like probably right when there. the second one comes out the second old guard I they'll probably so. do it again you'll have your shot I'm so excited for it <laughs> yeah shoot your shot get in there <laughs> become besties with her dude literally like she has not made a movie that i have not liked like what that's crazy honestly yeah like it it really does suck how difficult i think it is to because i think 
prior to the old guard she didn't do action right i remember like love and basketball was like a really yeah like she did she like, did not get a lot of opportunities to do that i just feel like yeah it's like it's that much more difficult like it always is difficult like switching genres or getting to do something more ambitious but i feel like it's just that much more proportionally difficult for women and then also black women like mm-hmm. you know they're yeah. not handed like how um what's his name edgar wright went from doing like comedy and like almost slapstick to like um like horror like he was trying to do like last night in soho was supposed to be like horror or whatever i mean mans was handed that and it wasn't that good yeah, you know so like, like it yeah well yeah and then like even on top of that like right now just because it's in my head and it's literally happening like the news is out right when we're recording this but like taylor swift oh she's just like she pisses making a feature me. movie and we're just like oh. we just are doing that and people are like you're just on a panel of filmmakers and there's like filmmakers that have been working so hard for years and years and years and you're just kind of there like That does kind of make me very upset. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of annoying that, like, so many people will go through years and years of hard work and toil, and then there there's just going to be people that are just like, oh, yeah, you're, like, super cool and people like you a lot, so, like, here's this opportunity on top of the ridiculous amount of like success that you've had already no, <laughs> just I do agree. another thing like because it'd be cool like if instead they're like yo we really like this idea we think it'd be super cool to have you work with i don't know anyone yeah like work with some like college students that are trying to have their films made and yeah. like support some of them or something like i don't know it would just be nice no i happens. agree yeah like people whose job it is to do that job get them to do the job yeah you like know? give someone an opportunity to like yes like be a part of who- taylor swift's like first movie she's so unqualified oh my god it's so annoying and the only reason i'm super because it's like of course there's people that are going to be unqualified air quotes and go into their first feature and direct it or go into their first feature and write it etc but she has she has everything (laughs) it's like she has everything she has everything she's a billionaire it's like you don't this is like a fun for funsies hobby for her she does not have to do this and that's why i feel like it's so intrusive i'm really gatekeeping film because i'm like (laughs) you don't have to do this like you have music that is it like taylor swift you cannot go anywhere in the world and they don't know who taylor swift is it's like it can't like leave some for the rest of us like (laughs) damn (laughs) oh yeah that's the only reason it pisses me off that i'm like anyway i'm gonna go sit and be a broke person trying to make movies in (laughs) california and just be like oh yeah Taylor Swift's making a feature film based on as a hobby her short film. It's because she's fun. in the mood. Whatever. Because I wish I could do that for fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a hater episode. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it gets me going. I just saw that as I was coming home. Someone sent that link to me, and I was like, "Oh, it was boiling." Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to say anything, like, bad, but I'm just like, I... <laughs> Rain on the downfall. It does strike a chord. It does. It's just like, like, dude, I literally, I made a short film this past year. 
And we made it purely based off of just, like, other people we know. We, like, collected all of the equipment between us. Like, the only money we spent was, like, out, was, like, either getting, like, really cheap thrift store, like, set pieces. And, like, I think we had to rent a location. And that was, that was what we spent money on. Like, and, like, it was so hard to do that. To mm-hmm. even just spend that money just to, like, rent an Airbnb for, like, two days. Mm-hmm. We were like, Jesus Christ, like, this is so hard. Like, trying to make a short film. No, it's and literally so true. making a feature for fun. I was thinking about, this is kind of a non sequitur. kind of. And it's like, you direction. have to make the short film, too. Like, in our industry, you have to, like, make something before you, like, you have to make something for free, like, bare bones. Yeah. Like, out of nothing. Yeah. In order to even like have something to present to people to even be like hey would you hire me mm-hmm. like in order to make a living mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff i know okay because i think i was watching another like spielberg thing and all those old guys in cinema love to be like oh it's so easy now to make movies you just get your iphone and make it <laughs> whatever like i always thought that was bullshit but i was thinking about it and i was like because one of my friends from college wants to do a short film everywhere in LA is so policed to the point where if they if some cop some guy passing by or whatever catches wind that you're shooting a short film they will get you with uh it's like literally $700 a day to shoot mm-hmm. anywhere in LA and they it's will ridiculous. be on it it's not like you can just be like cuz technically yeah you should get uh warrants or whatever it's called the clearance you know yeah. anywhere that you shoot ever but in especially san diego they don't give a fuck they're like whatever you know what but i'm <laughs> well, like a lot How of the those fucker? places are like public places too so you can just put up a thing that says like oh i'm filming if you're on the film it's a public space like that is what it is but that doesn't happen here which is crazy to me like they literally will try to get you to pay and i'm like okay so mm-hmm. what the fuck do those guys who are like just owned. shoot it on your <laughs> what happened because everything over there is privately owned. No, literally, like, the city of L.A. Like, they are, like, fucking marketing the city. Like, you are living in their fucking mm-hmm. house by being yeah. in L.A., which is just crazy because I'm like, okay, what do those people who are like, oh, just shoot on your iPhone? It's like, what do you do to that? Like, can't shoot on your iPhone no more. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to get fined so much it's over. just for this footage of this butterfly <laughs> and this flower. <laughs> <laughs> literally because it's like he like my friend who wanted to make it he's like okay so i have a crew of like x amount of people like we'll all show up we'll have like the equipment and whatever but it's like if someone saw that they'd be like are you shooting where's your permit you know and then it's like they're mm-hmm. like we don't have one we're it's like 20 so years old too like the majority mm-hmm. of places that people end up filming aren't even like in california or in any place that they're like like wherever it is in the movie that it's happening like People will be going to other countries just mm-hmm. because it's cheaper yeah. and because they can find actors that aren't, like, in a guild or at a union that are asking for fair wages. Yeah. It's a very toxic industry. I- <laughs> like, Damn, why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> Yeah. That being said, I'm really <laughs> glad that this movie came out and that Gina finally got the chance to make it and that yeah. we get to see it and that other black women are getting to be in this movie and have this be like their launching roles. Because mm-hmm. I think I have seen almost every single actress in this movie that's in like any main or side character role has going on to have something after this that is going to be 
very big. You're kidding. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, like the... Literally, I need to look up everyone's names. <laughs> You're valid. Uh, sorry, you sent the picture that me... Um, so, Lashana Lynch, the one that plays Zogi, is going to be Miss Honey in Matilda. Matilda? Yeah. No way. Right? And then um, Sheila Atim, she played Amenza. She's going to be, oh my gosh, what was it? She's going to, like, I just saw it on Instagram too. She's going to be in something that's like, like another one of those, like, like Oscar bait movies and things. <laughs> Good they're for like, her. Like OMG, so and so, so and so, so and so, we're gonna be in this film, and it's gonna be great, and everyone's yes. gonna love it. Like it's just, it's so cool. And yeah, I'm just like, and that's like crazy too, because like, um, what's her face from the old guard? People were so excited to see her role in Don't Worry, Darling. But like the old guard, Gina Prince, by the word again, like was like she's gonna be the lead and she killed it and then she ended up getting jobs after that like for even more anticipated things like don't worry darling even though they really did her dirty and cut her out of those scenes but you can go listen (laughs) to that episode (laughs) (laughs) oh you're right yeah i forgot about that yeah that was the whole thing but like yeah it's just it this is one of those movies where like you kind of watch it and as like a black woman you're like thank god because like they finally they finally got somewhere and it's getting their mo- it's getting them and more people more places like it's actually doing something for for the people for the cause you know <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah it's good it's good yeah i honestly just like this movie i felt like it spoke to me because it had just everything i liked i mean i just liked the female protagonist in general um it's like a hit or miss sometimes movies will have female protagonists that we've talked about it before but they're like like what is it called they're like the strong female protagonist in that sarcastic way you Mm -hmm. know like they're made where they're basically just strong man (laughs) yeah where they're kind of like unrealistic it's like you're like i don't know any girls like that you know what i mean but i felt like every girl in this movie i was like oh i know someone like that you know or i my mom is like that or you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um which was really nice and i like that there was that dynamic range of relationships so that was the the relationship that she had with what's her name zuri that was a really good relationship i don't feel like she had to die but like that was kind of fucked up but yeah what was her name zogi zogi yeah like the the friend sister type character yeah she's like kind of older yeah i knew she was gonna die that was in like the first couple of scenes i saw her in i knew she was was gonna die immediately when she smiled at that kid (laughs) like the kid was like oh i'm not looking and then she like got in his face (gasps) and then he was like oh and she like started laughing i was like damn she's gonna die how did you know (laughs) i just knew i was like they wouldn't they wouldn't work so hard to get you so attached to her if she wasn't gonna die (gasps) i really didn't think it was gonna be that kind of movie I was upset about that. Like, I really, I was like, no, she's not. She's going to come back. I was hoping they wouldn't, but they did. And I was like, dang oh. it. <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. Um, Because, like, they did it in such a good way. Like, her death really is such a character, like, arc, full circle thing, too. It's like it had to happen. Yeah, I don't know. She's like, I remember- you have to follow orders. Why? Because I said so. Because blah, 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 blah. And then she doesn't do it. And the one time she doesn't do it because she got attached to this little kid who's just like her. 
she goes to save her little brat, but she dies. I thought it was like I, I remember being kind of salty about it because I think it was like she felt she followed the order, right, or something. It was something where I was just like she should not have died for that. Like that was such a waste. Like she of went death. back to help. That was that was yeah. the, the like final flaw thing. Yeah. Yeah, because like she the was one thing she on, wasn't supposed to do. Yeah, she told her don't go back for people, and she then said, she went back, and then she died. Like that was so foul. I was like, that's so fucked up. It, like, that was not worth it. She's probably thinking, damn, she I shouldn't have right, done that. Though. Like, if you go back for people, you die. And she, I know. She did. So she was so. Right. <laughs> no, that was She said, up. I told you, don't go back for people. See what happens. <laughs> that was mad fucked up. I hated that. Yeah, no, I'm still so... It got me. Yeah. I was like, ugh. <laughs> How would you do that? You knew that was going to happen, too. Like, you knew that as soon as you went back, you were going to die. I know. The movie physics did not help. But I did like that relationship. I liked the mom relationship Yeah, I love that relationship. It was really good. I liked the... I'm sorry. Something's popping up. I liked all the friendships, to be honest. Yeah, I liked... Like, even her friendship with the the other girl that they ended up... um, Yeah. From the, the tribe that they ended up, like, going and fighting in the first couple scenes of the movie and they like bring all of the like women and children they're like okay you have a choice you either go back to wherever you came from or figure it out or you work for us and they're like okay i'll work for you guys (laughs) because at least here i have a choice (laughs) like i have a voice i exist and it's not just like what it's gonna be like and i was like that honestly is such an interesting dynamic to have Especially in a movie where they're like, oh, they're upholding slavery. Mm-hmm. Like, really interesting. Oh, my God. But no, but yeah, honestly, I did like all the relationships and even the, like, John Boyega's having, like, ten wives didn't really bother me as much. <laughs> he was fine <laughs> in this movie, by the way. Oh, my God. He was so fine. Dude, The men yeah, in this no. movie, oh, my God. I was dying. Like, I kind of forgot about John Boyega until I saw this movie and I was like, oh, yeah. That guy. He's he killed it he really killed it yeah. like he sat in that throne yeah like he owned it and shit the fuck <laughs> yeah i was like no he was commanding. what you doing in that throne <laughs> i was like yes sir this is pretty great even the i really okay this is because i'm a mixed kid but i really also liked that they had the mixed character uh the french like the one french uh guy that was like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to come to this, like, city because, like, my mother was from here and I want to, like, really connect with my, like, roots and culture. Like, he was a perfectly written man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was written by women for sure. He was <laughs> written by women for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, stop. Like, like when, she, when he, like, bought her and then was like, and she was, was like, like no, here, I can't believe this. This mean you own me now? And he was like, No. <laughs> I absolutely do not. And she's like, yeah, it may seem like that, but still overall you do. And he's like, literally, here's the key. You do what you want. I support you full heartedly. Like, <gasps> no, I know. And I'm glad they kind of went so overkill hot. with that. Yeah, because I was kind of like, oh, he did not just buy her. Like, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, are you? I was like, are you kidding? I was like, no, I know. he's gone. He's gone. And then he was like, here's the key. Uh-huh. And then, and then. And I was like, I wasn't, that didn't get, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. I was, I still kind of was like, mm, about it. <laughs> yeah. It was when, it was when she was like, oh my gosh, our warriors, my, my team is out there fighting 
everybody right now. Like, they're fighting you, they're fighting your boss, and he goes, <laughs> say nothing, I'll distract him, you go. Yes, and, then, and I was like, stop. <laughs> I was like, perfect. Give yeah. me that man. I will marry that man. <laughs> that yeah. character, yep, that's it. He was fine, oh my god. The he didn't even go hair, after her at the end. The he went, hair. I know you're not, like... Not, not in love with me like I am with you and that you are going to choose your independence over all of this like yes a man just died because of me and because I let go people that I have learned that I need to let like help and I'm gonna just let you go and acknowledge that what we had together was great and I was like <laughs> dick was long sayonara yeah it was good that they that because when I was talking with Marquise about it he's like oh I thought she was actually gonna go with him at the end but I, I think it's good that that didn't happen. Oh, I didn't think she was going to. I didn't think so either. I was like, that would kind of negate the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like... <laughs> like, she really she fought for nothing. Said, like, she would not do that. <laughs> yeah, everyone died for nothing. Um, No, yeah. Um, oh, so satisfying. Yeah. But they were, like, literally every type of relationship. And it was done so well. And they even fit in that whole, like, training arc and her growing mm-hmm. up. And, all and the, the friendship between Viola Davis's character and... um. Yeah, that the, assistant. The, like, second-in-command lady. Yeah. Um, Amenza. Mm. Like, they were so fun. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, like, we've just known each other for a really long time, and, like, we will protect each other, and, like, I know your darkest, deepest secret mm-hmm. that, like, you had to have a child, and I helped you deliver that child, and I did what you asked. I took the child away. And, like, you know, it's crazy that this child's back now, but, like, <laughs> what in the world? Like, they they helped each other out, and they, like, it was great. It was, it was so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And they were so funny, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love that chemistry. they, ha- like, everyone yes. had their, like, personalities and everything, too. Like, it wasn't just, like, yes. oh, we're soldiers in a unit, and each of yes. us is, like... Like, no, they all had their own individual personalities and, like, interests, like, exactly like, whiskey and, like, the, <laughs> what did she call them? Her nuts that she would use to tell the future? Oh, Menza. That was so funny. She <laughs> made some comment about her nuts. She was like, oh, we should consult the, like, the actual name of what it is. She's like... You want the nuts to tell me what to do? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> and then they ended up being right. It was so funny. <laughs> Trust the nuts. But yeah, it was just, oh, gosh. What a yeah, great that's movie. I'm just, and, like, like, it was beautifully yeah. done, too. Movies that are two hours can fit that much. Like, literally, that's, like, the... the I don't want to say it's the standard because it was so lore heavy that like I know that there's a lot of movies that don't have that much lore in it but you really can do a lot in two hours with not a whole yeah. lot of CGI with a lot of practical effects not very many locations like it's possible to to build a whole world you know and yeah. to have all those kinds of relationships Absolutely. and make them feel organic and give them resolutions and make it mm-hmm. like a happy movie like I was happy at the end even though there was yeah. a lot of loss like, I felt great after, like walking out of that movie yeah, there was like a whole spectrum of things that happened, but it's a it was like a it felt good. So it's yeah. possible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's so beautifully minutes. done too. Oh, yeah. Like what? Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous movie. 
And I mean, like, those fight scenes, those were, Mm -hmm. those were insane. It was awesome. And I know that a lot of the actresses did, like, a lot of work to make it, like, as realistic as possible, which they did a wonderful job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's just, like, an extra plus. Like, wow. Mm -hmm. They did so good. But yeah, I think, I think the other thing that helps with, like, the two hours is that, like, even though there's, like, the, like you said, the lore of the world and the world building, they were able to kind of, like, show you every bit of the pieces that you needed in order to accept that as, like, what their reality was. Mm -hmm. So, like, you saw our main character have the issue with, like, her parents fighting her husband and then her being like, I don't want to get married. Like, they're just going to sell me to some man. Like, that's crazy. They had the thing with, like, oh, these are the king's soldiers and they're not to be gazed upon by, like, normal people. Like, they're they're sacred (laughs) kind Mm -hmm. of a thing. And then they even had, like, the fight scene between the warriors and their enemies. They had the conversation of Viola saying, like, yeah, well, we, like, have new recruits because, like, we ended up having to, like, capture another group of people. But, like, sir, I don't think we have to do this anymore because there's... I've been thinking about uh, other options (laughs) and I think I can prove to you that we can do that. And like, it's all like, they bring it up in a way that's not like, it doesn't take you out of the story. Mm -hmm. They bring it up almost immediately. And then they follow through. They, they follow through on all of them. Mm -hmm. The very end, even with like the, the French guy, like the French guy made perfect sense for him being there. It was like a meeting that they had talked about. The meeting happens and all of the characters involved with that. It, it was very well weaved together, mm-hmm. um, which is hard to do, to be honest. And they did it yeah. very well because a lot of movies, that's kind of the like the downfall. They kind of try to do a lot of narratives and then they end up not being able to follow through on all of them. Yeah. And I feel like in addition to that, they, you don't really need a whole lot of outside knowledge. It does mm-hmm. deal with a lot of like, you know, realistic and like things that actually happen in, in the historical context, but you don't need to know like they they tell you everything you need to know um Mm -hmm. about it so and i really like that too because it made it feel a lot more contained and you anyone could see it and not have any idea about any of it and walk out like having learned something and also Mm -hmm. you know having witnessed this whole story and gone along for the ride and i really like that yeah i think it's similar kind of to how um everything everywhere all at once like the the plot and all of the ideas are, like, really big, but because they kept it so personal to each of mm-hmm. the characters, it was really easy to to understand, like, what it was that we were following mm-hmm. and what we were watching, and that is kind of just, like, the glue for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Probably like the best that. two movies that came out this year, to be honest. I agree! <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> They're my, t- my top highest of These the year are, like, on my letterbox. top-tier movies. Yeah. Literally, those two are, like, my top of 2022 mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. also the dialogue was great like i'm sorry but viola her lines <laughs> there's that one line she says when she's like you you like don't remember me and then she like stabs him and is like but i'll make sure you never forget i was oh, like i need that stop i know like, that's my hype list <laughs> yeah. now that's my playlist to get me hyped it's just that line because whoa yeah i was like and like it's the, like it's a predictable line but just the satisfaction mm-hmm. that that line gave off was so good yeah i was like literally every single time i got chills <laughs> I no like, honestly 
Yeah, the corniness of, like, heroic lines, like, and I'm not talking about Marvel corny, like, it's now a meme for people to make up or to make fun of those lines where it's like, he's right behind me, isn't he, or whatever, but I'm talking about, like, there, there were lines in, like, the Batman that I thought were so, like, just him being like, I'm the night, I'm darkness, and that people thought were corny. You're like, these are stupid. Yeah, but I thought it was cool. Make sure he never forgets. <laughs> I thought it was cool, but I like that. Yeah, like that is kind of like a cliche. Like you could totally mm-hmm. kind of predict it, you know. But yeah. I still think it's better but it's so than warranted being self aware. Like she earns to be able to say that line, you know. Yeah. So like sometimes I like, think like the movie self awareness dialogue is too. Yeah. It takes you out of the moment. Like if I'm mm-hmm. watching a movie, I know I'm watching a movie. I want movie dialogue. You know, I yeah. don't want them to be like doing something different because they know that (laughs) i know that they're gonna say that you know what i mean that's doing too much it's like just say what you're gonna say because it's a movie and it's cool and they did it so well like it was so well paid off (laughs) yeah was the thing it was like you you can say those lines if like your story has earned it you know Mm -hmm. they they work (laughs) if the story's earned it that's why those lines exist because they got popular because the first story owned it and then a lot of other people were like oh, I can just drop that in my story and it'd be great. And then it was like, no, <laughs> not really. Yeah. You gotta earn it. You are right. It. And they earned that. <laughs> okay, that's a good <laughs> ass point. I didn't even think about that, but that's very true, yeah. Like, you can't just copy word for word a cool line. Like, it has yeah, to make you sense. Gotta earn it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay, <laughs> film analysis. <laughs> it can work. <laughs> You gotta, it's like, like, like when people are like, oh, well, cliches are cliches because like at some point they were like, like they were just proven to work. And it's like in a, like if they're well done, mm-hmm. yes. But if it's just a cliche like that, they were just like, oh, let's just do it. Like then it's not special because mm-hmm. it's just boring. Yeah. I always think about literally that class we took at palomar i swear by like that class with mrs rose taught me everything i need to know she's a genius she was a fucking genius (laughs) um but i remember she said that like cliches are to make it uh what did she say like it's quicker if you just use a cliche because like it was like in like a it's like a guideline almost right yeah because it's like you want to just get to the action you know and it's like if Mm -hmm. you're like oh I, i want like a badass character it's a lot quicker to just have the character come in on a motorcycle wearing sunglasses in a leather jacket and then you're like okay you know this guy's a badass now let's just get to it versus you have your badass come in with like a button-up shirt glasses <laughs> a dorky haircut then you have to establish that he's a badass and then you yeah. ha- you can get to th- so it's like the cliches are kind of like a tool if you're like okay we want to get to the action just do a cliche Building and then you can blocks. get to the to the point <laughs> and that yeah. was i was like of course that makes so much sense exactly. like yeah. They're building blocks. They're not they the end all be all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So unless the dork thing is important, it just use a cliche. That's how I always yeah. think about it now. Because I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. why else would you, you know, just, just to be different for different sake, like that's not good enough. Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we've seen those movies and we all hate them, so <laughs> <laughs> what the like, different for different like sake. everyone is annoyed by this. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I did really like about this film, too, is that even though it is definitely about, like, war and super violent, they didn't show any of the sexual violence against any Mm. of the women on screen, which was absolutely phenomenal. And so 
Because it's like, we talk about this a lot. We're like, oh, they keep showing these women being exploited on screen. And we're just like, that's not necessarily like, they don't have to do that. You can still have like a scary movie or like blood and guts without having that like exploitation of people like Mm -hmm. on screen. It can still be considered a part of the narrative and it still doesn't have to be shown or perpetuated on screen. Mm -hmm. Which is what I really appreciated about this one was that like, like you understood that her daughter came from that specific man when he had raped her and like she had the flashbacks to it but it was all like like face shots or shots of like things in your surroundings Mm -hmm. and that was done really well Mm -hmm. because it wasn't like re-triggering or anything at least like for me i can't speak about other people (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) no i definitely agree yeah i've seen some rape scenes in my day and this was very mild while still being like what is it like Like it gets the point across that it's brutal yeah exactly without it actually having to brutalize anybody exactly yeah i guess not like girl the dragon tattoo where the actress is walking away from scenes like those with bruises which still pisses me off to this day Oh, wait, which which movie? Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't know that until you told me. I really liked that movie, but that's very scary when you told me that. Isn't that terrifying? Yeah. And I can't remember if it was the American version or the the non-American version. Because they had oh, two different, different actresses. Version? Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. It wasn't really The Hollywood more... version is, like, so much more extra. <laughs> like, the actual, like, it. all the explosions are, like, three times larger. I like <laughs> Whereas, like, the one from, I can't remember what country it is. It's, like, a European country. But, like, those explosions are, like, as if you would see them in real day, like, in real life. Like, the car still catches on fire, but it, like, catches on fire like an actual car would in real life. Because <laughs> it probably <laughs> was an actual car that they just blew up. Like, <laughs> It's probably the, yeah. that practical thing. <laughs> there wasn't all of this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I think that, like, the way that they did everything was very conscious of all of the things that could have gone wrong with this movie. Like, they could have been, like, really exploitive of the women. Like, it could have been really... uh like desensitized i guess like it could have been really bad like there's so many versions of this movie where i could totally see just anybody being like oh yeah they totally like just enslaved people so that they could be on top like (laughs) yeah (laughs) like that uh like that would be warping history (laughs) Yeah, like, that's mm-hmm. what maybe people, that's, like, what people were scared of. And they were I think absolutely so. aware of that. Yeah. And they did a very good job in making it not that. Mm-hmm. They did a very good job of having female characters that are multifaceted and have their own personalities are part of a unit and work as a unit without being, like, robots mm-hmm. or just caricatures of men. Mm-hmm in those positions like they did such a good job of giving them actual like agency and on all accounts Mm -hmm. and it was it was great (laughs) like it was again amazing yeah so yeah (laughs) i like can't say enough good things about this movie to be honest 
All right. Shall we do FMF? We shall. So <laughs> there's really only three main guys. Which is fair. There shouldn't Valid. be more than that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the max. You can only have three because of FMF. So there's John Boyega, who is King Gizo. I don't even remember what his name was. Jordan Bulger, who was Malik, the um cute guy. I don't know. I thought <laughs> the he was pretty cute. One. <laughs> yeah. Both wait, pretty. <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty boy. And then there's what's his name? Santo Ferreira is the character's name. Um, the white guy. <laughs> this is what he looks like. <laughs> does not look like the movie they made him look so much better in this movie <laughs> i yeah he does not look like <laughs> um, sorry i did not mean to see his face and immediately start laughing <laughs> yeah we oppress it, just, it reminds on me of podcast. like that one picture that people have of like justin bieber that they'll like put in memes that's what he looks like in that photo <laughs> Yeah, wow, he does not look like that in the movie. <laughs> Dang, this is what he looks like in the movie. Sheesh! Right? They did him... They did him some favors <laughs> in <this> movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, but every man... Okay, because they kind of did... I don't know if this is what he looks like. This is what the, the cute guy, right? The pretty boy? Her boyfriend, whatever? This is what his picture on Letterboxd is. Uh, no, they did him favors, too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Dang. See? Women. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> this is how guys feel when, like, girls take off their makeup. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh I mean, he God. doesn't look as bad as the other guy did. Like, I can see that he is the same guy, but that guy, the other one, the first guy, the white one, he looks like a completely different person. That's what I'm <laughs> dang okay so let's go off the characters <laughs> let's go based on the characters <laughs> so the way that they look in the movie <laughs> this, be, this is gonna be a good episode to, to get visuals for that's funny um so based on their characters in the movie john boyega malik and then the white guy i already have my answers let's hear them i'm gonna marry malik fuck john boyega and friends on the white guy <laughs> yeah like what <laughs> i'm like, i already though. said i was marrying malik so that's <laughs> true i said true. that earlier <laughs> i'm the opposite but i'm gonna friends on the white guy and i'm gonna fuck malik and then i would probably marry john boyega he's so uh, he's so dominant i'm like if i married <laughs> that like uh, pretty boy guy i'd be like I wouldn't. Like, I don't know. I get bored. <laughs> He's, like, too nice. I don't know. He's too nice to marry. Too nice to marry, LOL. But he was hot, so, like, I would get Think down Think about it this way, him. though. He would let you do whatever. I don't like that, though. I like <laughs> I like someone to, like, take charge. You know? I don't want to be the one calling the shots. I want someone else to, like, call so, some shots. Now we've outed ourselves. <laughs> we know who the bottom is here. <laughs> I was never in the closet. <laughs> you could have just asked. I'd tell you I bought him. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. The asexual is the dominant one, which is funny to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am oh very aggressively not going to have sex with you. 
my god. That's the ultimate power play, though. That's hilarious. That's hot. Um, okay. And so, what would you rate the movie? I... Bruh, this is a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I gave it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I gave it 5 out of 5 on Letterboxd. It's a 10 out of 10 so for me. so good. Like, yeah. I can't think of a single thing mm-hmm. that would make it better. Me either. I think it's got rewatchability. I just think it had everything. Like, it really just had everything. It had everything that I like in a movie. It was in there. <laughs> it's an amazing movie. <laughs> yeah. It was just great. Yeah. 100% go and watch it if you haven't, because... You're in for a treat, for sure. Did you have any recommendations? I don't know if I had I any. had the old guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the usuals, like old guard, atomic blonde. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think I had the old guard. Um. Oh my gosh. I have to dig in my brain right now. This one isn't, like, I don't know why I thought of Beyond the Lights, but I thought of Beyond the Lights, too. I still haven't is seen that, that in its entirety. What is that by? You haven't seen that? No. I oh, think it is you weren't it? there that day. We watched that in Rose's class. I remember we watched scenes, but yeah, if you guys watched the whole thing, then I missed it. Mm-hmm. I thought that okay. was Gina Prince-Bythewood also, or... It's I someone, think it like, might be. Maybe, actually, maybe not, but it's someone that I know. I can't remember. No, it is. It is Gina. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay, cool. Hmm, this kind of reminded me of this other movie that the director did. <laughs> I wonder <Hello>. why. <laughs> but that just goes to show you, yeah. She, you can so watch those movies if you want to see like where she came from, and then you know, in making the jump to like action movies, because I so think good. that's really interesting that you felt that they were similar, and I think you know, it was just like the a, density a of like the characters, and mm. like her, she is very good at having storylines and characters in her stuff where like they talk about a lot of really deep stuff and they are very deep wells of emotions and feelings her characters and just like the way that they interact it's very easy to connect with them Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's definitely one of her strong suits like she's absolutely able to create characters that are 100 percent related like relatable to or like at least that you could empathize with Mm -hmm. and then there's, like, always an overarching, like, lesson that's learned between, like, or, like, a that the movie either makes, like, as a point, or that every character in the movie, like, learns from, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But, yeah, Beyond the Lights is also a great movie, so go ahead and watch that one, too. I don't think I have any. I think that's all I got. Yeah. I would definitely start with The Old Guard, Beyond the Lights. I can't wait for The Old Guard 2. Oh my god, I know, it's gonna be so good! Like, I need to go back and watch The Old Guard again. Like, (laughs) The Old Guard, like, The Woman King now, and The Old Guard, like, those are the two movies where I'm just like, I really want to watch, like, a good movie. Those are, like, my two, like, go-tos. Like, you know, when you're just like, I want to watch a good movie, it doesn't have to be new, but, like, it does have to be good. Yeah, those are those are the movies I go to. Really, is this is the Woman King and the Old Guard, and the Old Guard because it's so accessible. It's on Netflix. I'm just like, yeah, let me just turn it on. So good.
You know, it'd be super cool. What? As if one of these days we got Gina on the podcast. <laughs> that is my ultimate goal. I will have made it. Manifest. Like, I'm manifesting that shit right now. <laughs> I want her to be on her podcast and I want to talk with her and have a conversation. We got to yassify this podcast then. <laughs> we got to make it. We got to prime it for guests. We still got to get Margot Robbie on here too. <laughs> yeah. And Kristen Stewart. Oh my god. <laughs> Those are like the three people I feel yeah, like we right. talk about a lot on this podcast. That's Marco true. Karobi, Kristen Stewart. And yeah. Jennifer's by the wood now. Mm-hmm. This is she has now entered I don't even know, like our core our roster movie <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. Our roster. <laughs> That's we got a little list going. That's so funny. But yeah. Is there anything else we have to do? Am I forgetting something? Oh, wait. I am forgetting something. We have to shout out our VIP patrons. Thank you, VIPs. Um, Susan Johnson and Koala Coleman, we absolutely adore you and love you for your support. If you are a patron, you do get extra things like bonus content, bonus videos, um, video episodes, um, and access to our Discord server where we do community events. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out and, uh, thank you guys for listening and supporting us that way as well. So hope you guys have a great one. We'll be back soon and happy new year. It's 2023. (laughs) Happy new year. (laughs)